website, but we're also on Stitcher. So if you have the Stitcher app, you can find us. It's all the weekly review, all one word. Again, uh, didn't plan it that way. That's how it happened. We'll change it, maybe. Can't make any promises, but if you would like to listen on another platform, that is also possible. So here we have another brief video snippet from folks who are speaking um, from the Oakland teacher strike. Again, you can follow uh, Anti-Police Terror Project on Twitter at aptp action they posted this video so thank you for them for sharing that and uh yeah we're gonna play this video and then we'll be back teacher at elmer's community prep so grateful to be standing on the lines with you picketing with you standing for our kids and our communities we just heard some joy about how we say no to billionaires and we're going to hear from an amazing speaker manny lopez who is an educator who fought the cold location of school and is currently teaching at Global Family Elementary School. Please give a warm welcome to one of our fighters on the ground, Penny Lopez. Okay, and again, I apologize, these are just snippets, so I'm going to look for a little bit more audio if we are able to find it so I can share that with you all. Uh, Also, Unicorn Riot, which is a much more independent news source, has some info as well, and I'm going to check out their site right now to see if there's any more audio I can share with you all, because I think it's really important to hear from the teachers themselves, uh, as opposed to, again, the corporate media's perception of it, and they have an article uh, here as okay, we've got some youth uh, photos of some students here, and see if we can get some audio on this to play. It's about twenty. Alrighty, welcome back to Racers Alley. Boy, it's been uh, holy moly three weeks since we've been here, and uh, yeah, for a second we had a little bit of a computer breakdown, and then after that, uh, I was racing over at Thunder Hill, and Wade and Christine were racing over at Willow Springs up uh, down south, and uh, after that we had the Fourth of July. So boy, oh boy, we haven't been around in a bear. So welcome back to uh, Racers Alley here in the heart of the mission at Mutiny Radio, and uh, thank you, Pam Tastic, for having us here all the time, and uh, we love this place. We love the weather today it's actually beautiful outside it's a little misty depending on where you go and right now actually in the mission it's uh, beautiful and warm so uh, anyhow we're gonna have some really good guests tonight we're gonna have uh, Miss Riyama here and she's gonna be talking about uh, new gear uh, that uh, she's representing for a KTM in a, in a form of Panniers and uh, she's a very experienced rider and uh, it's incredible how far she's gotten as far as uh, you know riding and the bike she's running now so that'll be really nice and uh, Wade will be here and uh, talking about uh, I guess uh, the last races over at Willow Springs with the SRA and I got an armor I, I believe I'm gonna have to figure out exactly what was what on that and uh, I went to AFM went to Thunder Hill and uh, we have also Miss Emily uh, uh, well dames don't care Miss Emily Wakeman will be here in a little bit as well discussing uh, what's going on with the dames don't care and uh, Milk Crate Brian we're gonna have some great music coming on soon again every time he's here everyone loves the tunes uh, compared to me which I always uh, play the same type of thing you know I'm probably gonna be playing Joe Jackson here again in a second but uh we'll be back shortly and uh yeah anyhow like i said um we're really happy to be back it's been a while you know uh we're gonna have uh work well we have a new guest list here and uh, we have more sponsors or, or people that we're mentioning who have businesses out there as well and you know we're going to be talking about some program changes we want to make here you know we're trying to make a 
Mutiny Radio, uh, you know, it's an independent uh, station here, and we're trying to make this ship float as best we can, and right now we sprung a few leaks, so we're all trying to figure out how to keep this ship afloat, and we'll be talking about that in the future. And uh, anyhow, well, uh, let's get the show together. I just got here myself. I'm trying to start it every time at 6 o'clock or damn near, so I'm getting better and better in that, and uh, yara yar. So uh, let's put on some music. Milk Crate just got here, and we got something going, and uh, talk to you soon. Right on. Welcome to Racers Out. Here at Heart and Mutiny Radio and Heart and Mission. We are. <laughs>
can give a fuck that weed all day on night. It's house, yeah, 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 yeah. Jet Paris style, it's a sweetie. Even the buzz, I singing, yeah, yeah, yeah. What puffs that weed? Racers Alley, holy moly. Haven't been to Meaty Radio here for a couple of weeks, really. Uh, Wade and I were out there uh, racing, and uh, he was at Willow Springs uh, with uh, Sidecar Christine, and I was over here, uh, up north over at Thunder Hill, and uh, that was a fun time, and uh, boy, so yeah, it's been a while since we've been here, and uh, a few weeks ago we had a little technical difficulty, and that uh, kind of slowed things down a little as well. Anyhow, uh, we're going to have some great guests here tonight. Uh, we're going to have Miss Riyama uh, mentioning uh, some gear that she's going to be uh, representing, which uh, fits a lot of KTM adventure bikes, that type of thing, and they're uh, nice panniers, but in a different way, you know, compared to the conventional ones, I believe. But anyways, uh, she can fill you in on that. And uh, well, we got Wade. He's going to be mentioning, uh, well, talking about how the weekend went, right, Wade? How you doing, mate? Yeah, good. Hold on a second. Listen to this. <laughs> Southern 100. 
music that's awesome. in my ears. Right? Yeah, that just went on, correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That just uh, every same, same weekend, we all went racing. They, they're just on the other side of the planet. Nice. It's a wonderful time. And uh, boy, yeah. So anyways, we'll uh, get back to you on this for our stories. Go uh, come and racing. And uh, Miss Emily Wakeman from uh, Dames Don't Care will be here as well. And uh, we'll uh, discuss what's going on with the uh, general riding. And, uh, you know, uh, talking about that uh, Mutiny Radio here, uh, thank you for having racers out here all the time. And it's very important. I know Pamtastic does a, a whole lot to actually make this uh, ship float and keep it running. And uh, one of the things she does on Mondays, uh, she does a joke work. Workshop, and if you ever want to be a comedian, Mutiny Radio is basically, you know, she she's it's a comedy clubhouse for her, and uh, she really tries to mentor folks. I mean, nowadays you can, for ten dollars, you can have a, a, a lesson, you can sit there, get tutorial, you can go in the jerk workshop as well, and you sit there in front of folks and go over your lines and such, and you know, you you don't come from nowhere. It takes it takes uh, time, you know, and you also got to get used to knowing laughing, and then they laugh every now and then, and you feel better about that. So anyhow, Pam does a really good job and she she really tries to you know bring comedians uh you know up and coming and get them confident and uh you know work on out in your general work i mean uh your your your, your jokes i guess so anyhow uh she does that on mondays and uh, it's a very uh cool uh class i guess very good tutorial so you can be here six day on mondays as well as on uh you know fridays this is where you actually you know you step it up you know they have a open mic here on fridays from a uh, six to eight as well and that's actually where you can actually go for from going for the classroom, going sitting up in front of real people who pay to see the show, and uh, that, that's a, that's a really big step, you know. And uh, once you're there, you know, she actually does have a cl- uh, comedy clubhouse night uh, from eight to ten on uh, Monday. Uh, I'm sorry, sa- uh, Fridays from eight to ten, and um, that's very important as well because that helps this uh, station keep going. And also, it's it's a great way to see the comedians, you know, step up and actually uh, perform and uh, you know mature. And it's a lot, it's a fun time. So if you've never been here. Please come by me in the radio and check that out. Anyhow, uh, we're going to get our guests here together shortly, and uh, we'll be back on the air. And uh, boy, uh, Milk Ray Brian, what you got going? Yep, let's uh, we see got here. these uh, jazz guys, bad, bad, not good. Um, a jazz <laughs> quintet that's so good that a lot of the rappers these days are using them instead of the sequenced beatbox. Uh, they've done a lot of stuff with Ghostface Killer, um, and this is one of their own records. This is Bad, Bad, Not Good 4. See what I'm saying? You know, when he's not here, all I do is push a button and just repeat this uh, same album I had last time. So enjoy the album. Cheers. Thanks, Milk Crate.
Oh, yeah. You know, that reminds me, a million years ago, my friend, uh, uh, we were uh, over in L.A., and that was a big song out there, and we ended up hanging out and drinking a bunch of beers, having a good time, but that was uh, just brought me back to that year. Anyhow, uh, well, let's see. Miss Priyama just walked in the door, and uh, Mr. Wade Boyd's here, and Milk, Milk Crate Brian just uh, has been slinging the tunes, and I love it when he's here because everyone always likes that uh, music, actually, all the music he plays, because uh, I just keep repeating things. Anyhow, uh, let's see here. Well, let's see. Wade, you just got back from racing, and, uh, you know, I was over there at Thunder Hill a couple of weeks ago, and uh, went in the ZX uh, 636, and the weather was wonderful, by the way, and everyone was out there, and a good shout-out to, actually, uh, Alan, uh, pick guy next to me, uh, you know, he's kind of a young up-and-comer, and, and uh, we had a good time, and, uh, you know, it's always nice to make friends when you're sitting there in the pits, and, uh, you know, it's like uh, out there, there was a bunch of yeah. big old motorhomes, and your uh, neighbor is. the uh, ended up a uh, bunch of motorhomes, and uh, ends up... Um, you got a bunch of privateers, but even the privateers have really nice stuff. We're basically, we got a milk crate. Brian uh, actually sponsors me his uh, Toyota pickup truck, which is yeah, awesome. Yeah, love that thing, you know, and it's got the, I get a lot of compliments on the Van Halen It's not Halen even squealing sticker, anymore. You know? it's a, yeah, exactly. Just fix that fan belt. And yeah. everyone goes, Van Halen, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's really popular, actually. And a, a great truck, actually. I got to, I've had Toyotas in life, and it's, I'm very happy to get that. Yeah, actually. sadly, and, my uh, Toyota was smashed into this morning. Well, yeah, somebody took a baseball bat to the window, but they didn't steal anything. There's just a hole in it, and the hole isn't big enough to reach your hand in and unlock the door. So I don't know what happened. Are you kidding me? And then, believe it's it or not, deeper. the night before, somebody slashed into my convertible top on my Miata. So both of my vehicles got broken into in two different neighborhoods in 24 hours. But that's just San Francisco for you. Yeah, that is San Francisco. That's so messed up. Uh, yeah, that Always sucks, a man. bad apple out there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. you know, you got to lock up your stuff in the city and, you know, definitely watch out for it and cover it or whatever you can do, you know. I mean, ah, sorry about that, Milk Crate. That's yeah. okay. It yeah. happens. It's life. You know, honestly, I got seven years out of that convertible top since the last slash. So if I can get another seven out of this one, I'll be happy. Uh, yeah, that's, that's about true. time to replace it anyway. Well, actually, yeah, at seven years, you'd figure it's, to, to, you know, the back window. Starting to leak a little bit. One. Yeah, exactly. Right on. So anyhow, uh, Wade, how was racing now? What was you? What were you up to exactly? It was pretty good. We were riding in the sidecar, 90, 97 degrees. 97 um, degrees. Where, what track were you at? Willow Springs. Uh, for folks out there, uh, listeners, if you don't know, Willow Springs is actually out there in the, in the Mojave. Uh, and, uh, we're up in California, San Francisco. So it's basically down south. What do you think? Like six hours? Yeah. On your normal ride, about six hours. About six ne- hours. Next to the town of Rosamond. Yes. Rosamond. Yeah, exactly. And when I was first going out there in the 90s, there was nothing out there. You just had desert and Avenue A one fifty two, B one fifty two. If I if I had known, you know, then when I now when I know that, you know, then anyways, uh, I would have bought that desert because now it's all suburbs. Yeah, they got there's, there's still a lot of empty desert. Yeah. Out there. <laughs> Anyhow, it's a great track, and I, I loved it. Um, yeah, but it's the bumpiest track in the world, other than the Iowa Man. Has been. Okay. Yeah, bumpiest track in California. Yeah, they used to have the old tar stripes out there when I was there. Yeah, they painted it with spray paint. Now it's all black. You can't uh, see them. They're still there. Uh, so it's, I, it's terrible, but we like we're we're you know gluttons for punishment. Well, I always enjoyed that track. It's one of my favorites, even though I totaled two bikes there, actually. Um, yeah, fastest track in the West, right? That's what they <laughs> say. I don't know about that. My, tra- my sidecar used to like it, but 
uh, it's it's like a motocross at 150 miles an hour. Yeah, my car vibrates all over the place going down the straightaway, doing Mines Road. And you were mentioning that you had a point where it it uh, vibrated to get a leak on the radiator. Yeah, so yeah, it's vibrating the the fairing so much that it, it rubbed a hole in the top elbow and now i need a new radiator so we got a second place in the first race and we ended up with the same thing in the second race but i spent the whole time looking down at my temperature gauge and it goes f1 come back in a minute uh, uh 160 100 whatever it was saying yeah that's it's scary. supposed to be uh, yeah. uh 180 and uh, it was 209, 217, went to 230s or something. There was no way to cool it down other than to stay on a throttle. Cool off lap, don't think about slowing on. I tried coasting, I tried everything. <laughs> it didn't really work. You just have to keep the speed up. So Christine and I had this conversation at high speed, about 150 miles an hour or whatever, diving into turn seven and click into six gear and she goes bump bump gives me a rub gives me a tap hits me on the helmet rather hard <laughs> bump, bump 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 look look we're leaking we're leaking uh 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 okay uh, it's only water we only got two laps to go it's well uh, uh we can survive we got a pan we got diapers we got everything and the temperature gaze is saying i'm okay and it's a, uh, probably on the track if it's actually 98 it's probably 110 on the track I mean, yeah the heat to, yeah, yeah surface so, uh, surface uh, uh, temps it was really a very questionable thing but we pushed on and we 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 finished the race and the cool off lap at a mildly hot temperature and then uh, we got back to the pits as quick as we could we had all the fans hooked up and shut that thing off and put fans on it and yeah uh, you know, just nurse it and hope we didn't melt it. Uh, so in the end, did you finish? Everything work out? Yeah, or? we got two second places. <laughs> well, there you go. There you are. Imagine if they actually didn't leak. Wow, that's awesome. Miss Riyama, come on in the door. Come on, have a seat and uh, enjoy this. Yeah. We're very uh, laid back here at Mini Radio and uh, Racers Alley. Uh, yeah, we all know each other and just chill out anyhow wait so ended up uh, how many races do you do total uh did you do uh, one on the sidecar uh, on the sidecar there's eight per season like like everything else pretty much eight or ten okay um they they jump from hitchhike with other clubs arma wor- uh wera um depending on where they can get you know the schedule set up and you were just so. recently with sra and and, and sra west and wera Okay, SRA West and Weir. So two different clubs getting together to go out there on a racetrack. Yeah, so the next really one, awesome. same thing. It's going to be Button Willow with Weir and SRA this next weekend. Ooh, yeah, and that's a wonderful track compared to the bumpiness of Willow Springs. Yeah, they say it's been. smooth, well, even I smoother actually, before. I don't know about that, but yeah, we'll see. So I kind of got to be there, and I'm, and I'm having complications, so I may be... I got Eric to be my passenger, but he may be upgraded, and he may be taking my spot. Well, you know, I mean, when you get hurt. a chance to drive. Well, that's another thing. I mean, um, boy, you know, uh, to have a tutorial with you, I mean, to learn from scratch. I mean, Eric's been on the back as well, but, I mean, to be all of a sudden, it's like, okay, you need to take the captain's seat while I I heal. I mean, you're getting a a world-class you know instructor teaching you how to ride 
a you know yeah. sidecar, which is is really bitching. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. it's he, uh, yeah, and pretty the, cool. And the rig alone, so yeah, yeah he doesn't. Know. So anyhow, basically, I, I kind of broke my hand. Yeah, so I'm kind of wounded, and um, the next couple races are kind of in danger. But we're needed at the next one, so. Yeah, Just you like were mentioning. Yeah, you want to have a uh, uh, a certain amount of uh, sidecars out there to qualify to be on the track. So yeah, otherwise you know, they will cancel the race. Yeah, which would really suck for everyone involved. Yeah, so, so it was. I think when it was two races ago, there was one at Washington at the Ridge, right after the last race. Very next week, there's only two people that could make it. The people that live there. We yeah. tried. Uh, we made a phone call. They ended up canceling it before anybody got in trouble. So that the acting club, you know, didn't, you know, didn't mind because we had a well, reservation. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. They can use the space, uh, give it uh, a lot of, uh, differently. Yeah. Well, it's nice they actually, you know, reached out. And um, that being said, actually, folks, you know, I want to give a shout out, you know, uh, to where. You know, the SRA, all those folks that help you race. I mean, just recently I was at the AFM races in Thunder Hill. Boy, you know, it was not as hot as hot, you know, as Wade's out there. I, I was, I would say it'd probably be around, you know, mid-80s or so. But anyways, uh, we were out there, and at one point, you know, they were, we were kind of limited on uh, turn workers. And, you know, I got to turn workers, everyone that makes those races run, you know, you got to thank them. And uh, as racers, got to show support. And uh, at one point, you know, they just put a shout out over on the uh, loudspeaker. You know, we're kind of low on people here, here, here. And by the time the race has started, you know, a lot of people came out of the woodwork to help out. And uh, it isn't an easy gig because you're out there, uh, you know, in the heat and you, you have your water and, you know, you got your white suit. But w what you actually see is incredible up close action. And, and you can see the faces of the racers. And if you actually know the racers, I mean, it's even a more unique view. And uh, if you start out, you kind of be like the third guy so i mean you, you just have to listen and you know be really cool and smart but uh afm always needs turn workers and uh, they take care of you you know you get uh, donuts and coffee and that good stuff and lunch and uh, you get to see all the great racers here in the uh, bay area you know so anyways uh, that being said where are we we're, we're in july so they're probably going to be out there 27th 28th uh Hopefully myself as well on an R1, interestingly enough, a 1999 R1. But uh, we'll be out at the Thunderhill Raceway Park uh, around 4, July 27th, 28th. And uh, AFM, you know, thanks, guys, uh, Barbara, for always being out there and taking care of us. You know, it's, it's very important. Uh, so anyhow, uh, Wade, uh, what's your next race, you think? Uh, you're saying Button Willow with Wera. Button Willow with Wera and the miles next month. Okay. Oh, that being said, uh, the mile is coming up, and that's another unique type of racing. Um, well, wait, what, what type of racing is that? <laughs> it, it's the granddaddy of flat tracking, and it's supposed to be a big bike race. The, the pros basically race, they have a singles race, but it's really the, the twins race is the main event. They go usually for 20 miles or something like that, um, and they run all over the country. It's really totally high speed exciting it's almost like road racing so basically i mean when you're describing the uh, course you know a lot of our listeners are actually european interestingly enough so you're basically like in a horse race uh, you know round course so it's an oval yeah. folks a giant and it's, oval. It's, yeah so it's, an, it's like a, it's a, imagine a, a horse track back in the day and what they're doing is they're racing motorcycles that are going up to 100 miles an hour 
And interestingly enough, they don't have a, a front brake. So uh, your instinct is to gra grab it and throw it to the left. Nah, you're just screaming and wondering what to do. But uh, mm -hmm. the regular folks, they just throw it on in, give it some gas, and uh, go from there, right, Wade? You're yeah, kind of like uh, it, drifting? If you, if you had a front brake, you'd scare yourself and pull on it and lose the front end. Boom, you'd be down. The speeds are so high, the, the bike will pretty much stay up on its own. You go in, you, you find your spot, you back off. Whether you pitch it in or you ride in, I'm going to ride in the the amateur mile on Sunday. So is it uh, inertia? Yeah, I'm going to say the amateurs don't have enough inertia and or horsepower to actually slide into the mile. Gotcha. Or to go in and just never shut off. You need to have horsepower. Yeah, horsepower, and and then if it's a blue groove. It won't really let you do that also again it's almost like road racing you're looking for the, the little blue groove it's four to six inches wide and the rest is uh, dust and whatever you'll go side out you'll go really wide and stay off the hay bales son just stay off the hay bales <laughs> <laughs> right on uh so you're gonna be doing this in august yeah august uh the pros are on the 10th i think we're on the 11th and that's a Sacramento... Sacramento Mile. Sacramento Mile uh, on the fairgrounds? Sacramento Miles. Yes, at the fairgrounds. At the fairgrounds. So it's check got, that out. Got long straightaways. You take corners about 80 miles an hour. My bike does like a 135. Yeah. On the rear wheel. Yeah. You know, uh, I mentioned, folks, you know, uh, Racers Alley, you know, we do have a Facebook out there. And got a, that's where a lot of our European folks are. And, um, you know, we, we take pictures. We try to promote uh, a lot of things. It's actually a great way to visually see what we are trying to, you know, put out there. As well as, you know, you, you get the names, faces, and all that. And then every time we, you know, we take pictures of our guests and such. And it's nice to have the Facebook presence because you're, you're able also to communicate with us if you ever want to, you know, um, give a shout out. Right now, you know. Mutiny Radio, we're trying to patch some holes and keep our ship running. And uh, here at Racers Alley, what we're going to offer, it's a $10. You can uh, donate by uh, PayPal or you can actually, uh, you know, go to Mutiny Radio. They have a donate button, which would be awesome. But uh, if you're a racer out there, wherever you're at, you can always find me on Racers Alley Facebook or Texas here. And um, yeah, let me know exactly who you want to give a shout out to. So say thanks, mom. You know, still putting up with me. You know, I, I I can I can name a million people who I'd like to give a shout out to. And it's a podcast, so you have a one 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 off uh, time to do that. But it's always there, available in the world, so you can always come back to it. And uh, really helps our ship out, you know. And I know a lot of you racers out there, you got someone to thank. And as far as uh, industry folks out there, if you want to do that as well, you know, obviously thank your racers and everyone else out there who supports you because. Most motorcycle industry is very a uh, small community and we're doing our best to uh, you know uh, keep afloat so to speak so uh, definitely you know uh, give a shout out if you can and get a hold of us you can always call us as well at 415-550-0511 now that brian's here milk crate brian he should be able to actually figure out how to answer that you know because he's really good at this yeah if we got a good caller we only really have the uh, the, the one the, caller the crazy that lady we will not put on the air <laughs> you're gonna yeah. have to, we're what gonna 
these come days. up with a prize for the first real <laughs> caller. Right? Yeah. Give him a sticker or something. something. <laughs> Anyhow, we're going to take a break uh, shortly. We're going um, to... Miss Emily Wakeman for the Dame Don't Care, and Miss Riyama here is gonna. We're gonna actually have a nice conversation about what's going on with the uh, new gear and uh, what's going on with motorcycling out there. Yarr yarr. And uh, again, thank you, Milk Crate Brian, for always putting on the tunes because it's much more interesting than what I got rolling. <laughs> yarr yarr. What you got? Uh, let's see. We've got Hot Snakes. They're a uh, post punk band from San Diego. All right.
have a full house. Right on, right on. Welcome back to uh, Racers Alley here at Mutiny Radio. Having a great night. We have a full house here tonight, which is really nice. It's uh, lately it's been that way. Uh, actually, we've been gone for about uh, well three shows. A few weeks ago, they had technical difficulties, but uh, last two weeks, Wade and I were racing. Actually, he was down uh, south at Willow Springs with uh, Weira and the SRA West, which was really really great. Actually, <laughs> you know, congrats, guys. Yeah. And uh, I was up north uh, over with the Thunderhill uh, with the AFM boys and girls, and uh, that was wonderful as well. Got to see a lot of friends, and I actually have to give a shout out. You know, uh, Kimmy Sacco uh, and Matt Biscotti, uh, they were just here recently. Matt was, and uh, Kimmy's out there. She's out there, a friend of hers, and uh, his. And um, boy, they finished first and third. And uh, I got to give a great shout out because uh, that's more than when they've been doing that. And uh, Matt, when you get back in the States, uh, come on to the show and uh, tell us how you did. Because uh, right now, the hottest classes really are, you know, the 250s, 300s, 400s. I mean, uh, they're really uh, contested, and it's really, really fun, tight racing. You know, it's a bunch of bumble- bumblebees going back and forth. So, and also, I mean, there's some folks out there that actually will rent you a Ninja 400, 300, uh, whatever. And, uh, yeah, you got to come on my show and let me know exactly. But um, you can go out there, turnkey, rent a race bike, go out there on a track day, learn how to do a track. And if you want, uh, just like our comedy show here, you can jump up and actually go big and actually do a race day, go on novice. So it's, now, it's really nice nowadays where you're able to actually go to a track and uh, rent a motorcycle. Boy, you know, it's like... Get some leathers. I mean, back in the old days, that just wasn't possible, you know. And uh, nowadays, they have so many track days. I mean, just pick the day of the week and where you want to go, which is really awesome. And uh, talking about that, August from Front Track Days is always here. And I I guess the next time they're going to be out there is August 12th over at Thunder Hill doing the five mile. Oh, boy. We're going to have them here before that. Anyhow, thanks, guys, out there. And, uh, well, let's see here. Miss Rihanna is actually in the house. And uh, Wade and I... uh, uh, boy, what's it been like five years when you first started riding? It's a, it was a while ago, and uh, you've come so far from uh, what you started riding, and uh, you pretty much are considered a badass. Eric, Eric just said that for the made me text it and say it out loud, Mr. Lindauer. But uh, yeah, I mean, we've all seen you ride certain bikes and everything. And uh, uh, one of my favorite tales was actually you running out there on uh, Thunder Hill, and uh, no one was out there because it was raining, and there you were just doing laps. You know, it's like you can do anything. <laughs> so anyways, welcome, Riyama. Uh, welcome to uh, Racers Alley here at Beanie Radio. Thanks for having me. Yeah, awesome. And uh, what are you riding right now? I heard you just got a brand new bike. I did. Uh, I was lucky to snag one of the new KTM 790 Adventures that just came out. And uh, I've got one Ooh. of the S models, not the, the R that's so sought after, but it's still a really, really sweet bike. So um, to our folks out there, our listeners, uh, what, what type of bike is that? What is it made for? What does it look like to you? It's an adventure bike. It falls into that okay. genre. Um, and what I like about it, I'm five foot seven, so I'm not blessed with a lot of height. And it's got a pretty Ooh. low seat height. I think it's uh, 32 inches. And um, one thing I really like for that bike around the city is that it has a low slung gas tank. So the center of gravity is down low, which makes it super agile and maneuverable. Interesting. Um, so it's a, a unique design. Low slung, meaning it's uh, positioned in a non-conventional way above where you it, normally have a dual sport tank. Yeah, it's. Uh, I would say that the 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 feel of the center of gravity would be closest to like the R1150 GS that I have with the big 
um, the jugs. a potion <laughs> with the jugs. Exactly. Yeah. It's very similar to that with all the weight down low, which just makes it a dream wow. for like tight turns. and. So you just got this uh, a month ago? Uh, it's three weeks today, actually. Holy moly. How many miles on it? Uh, a little over 2,000. Nice. <laughs> so uh, as far as KTM, uh, any uh, like uh, shout outs? You love the bike? Everything ever you dreamed oh, about? Oh, I totally love the bike. It's it's the first ever brand new motorcycle that I've had. Wow. So there's that. Um, yeah. Thanks. But um, it's it fit all the requirements of what I wanted from my next bike um, as sure. far as being lightweight it's 450 pounds fully loaded with fuel and lots of suspension travel for the streets here in the city uh-huh. um because some of our streets are like a paved motocross track <laughs> truly south and, and um, S. <laughs> yeah and and the the 21 inch front wheel really helps to absorb those those bumps wow that's uh that's great uh, as far as uh, getting that um you originally, I mean, the riding you've started out with has, has changed over. I mean, you've actually taken your SV1000 off-road and trail riding. So you're used to, you're taking bikes that are non-conventional and used those before, which kind of got you your badass rep as well. And now that bike, is that made for kind of doing anything like that? or? Yeah, I mean, I would say... In my hands, it's a great gravel road tourer. In somebody else's hands that's really skilled at riding off-road, I think that the Rally R has a lot of promise. And, you know, they might be able to go rip some single track on it. You know, give me a TTR 125 and let's talk about it. I don't (laughs) want to take that big bike out there. But in some really capable hands, I think that this bike is capable of some really amazing things. Neat. And I look forward to hearing about that later. You know, I mean, you're always welcome on the show. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk about six months later. We'll ask, hey, what's up with that one? But, and I'll uh, say it's still the cat's meow. Right? Anyhow, uh, there's some exciting news here, apparently, about, uh, you know, a new line of gear, you know. Talking about that, let's segue. Um, boy, you know, I started riding in around 1988, uh, and I had a tank bag. That was the gear I had. It was really cool. It's a Fox bag. I still have it, you know. And that was kind of your gear for a motorcyclist, you know. They did, they, or the backpacker's O bag. And uh, that was kind of the thing. You had your pullover, uh, you know, uh, the nylon bags or the Harleys had their things. But as far as a, a sport bike, the uh, Fox is what I had. And uh, over the years, you know, that was a neat bag. Ran it for like eight years. After that, I had a, a chrome bag, which was a bag that I could live two weeks out of i went to the isle man and shit with that in argentina and you know um yeah i could live the shit out of that bag and it's always nice you know to uh, have what you like and what makes it comfortable it's it's very very important to have something when you're traveling that uh, can withstand what you need as well as uh, suit your needs and uh yeah uh, apparently uh, there's so many things out there there's big panniers there's small panniers uh you have things now like gas tanks under the panniers um Adventure gear now has changed in such a way that uh, it's very, very popular, and they have everything that you need to go to the moon and back. And uh, right now, Riyama, apparently, uh, you got some really nice stuff. Yeah, um, it all came about. I went to Australia and New Zealand earlier this year and, and rode around a bit. Um, and one of the well, no, um, one of the bikes that I borrowed when I was in Australia, um, I borrowed my friend's luggage, and he had these really great straps that held everything on, similar to rock straps, but no hard parts, which is nice because there's nothing that will fly back and hit you. So, um, at the end of my journey, I went over to the manufacturer shop in Melbourne and said, "Hey, I want to bring these over to the states," and they said, "You know, sure, absolutely." 
might want to give our luggage a try. And I said, uh, okay, you know, I guess, um, because I have so much luggage at home that I've accumulated over the years. Trying different uh, things out? Trying different things out, okay. seeing what I like. You know, I've ha- um, I've got a giant loop. I've got Wolfman panniers wow. uh, for a tank. Um, I have, you know, the hard metal Happy Trails panniers, which I'm not really a fan of hard luggage. The GS has its yeah. own BMW luggage. Well, that's important that you've actually tried them all out. I mean, you're, you're really, you know, an, an expert in that sense. I I do a fair amount of moto camping. That's okay. really what makes me happy is getting out of Dodge and going and camping somewhere. Awesome. So, um, I did order a set of bags. You know, I got this KTM and I had uh, a set of bags in order for a different model. And I said, oh, by the way, I just grabbed a 790. And he goes, all right, I'll send you a set of racks for the 790 and a set of bags. And um, I got them. The gentleman from New Zealand? From Australia. From Australia. Andy of Andy Straps. That's the line that I'm bringing over. Okay. So you were over there. You were in the the, uh, factory. You were able to meet him. And then from there, uh, after talking and, you know, about your bag and your experience riding and such, he was... You were able to make a connection and say, I'll try your stuff out. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I got the bike. I put the order in for the, the rack and the bags that go on the KTM 790. And then I promptly took them on a 1,200-mile dual sport tour of Northern California, and mm. I was pleased as punch. I mean, there's a lot of really great details to these bags, so I'm really um, stoked to be bringing all of these products over. The other thing that I really like is they are made in Australia, so good working conditions, good treatment of the employees, mm-hmm. you know, good quality. Um, and they're also made from a 17-ounce canvas, so there's no rubber well, involved. Uh, it's just fabric that's been uh, treated. So there's no elastic or... There's, yeah, there's no elastic. There's just... Oh, it's good. like all natural material. That was my problem with rock straps is that eventually the elastic would stretch out and it would be useless completely like a bungee cord. Yeah. yeah, the the straps are a little different than the luggage, but the set of straps I was using while I was in Oz had done a full tour around Australia 12 years ago and still worked. And the cool thing about these is with the Velcro, you could easily have them repaired. You know, we have under from skin on skins and we could take it over to him and he could sew some new Velcro on and we'd be, nice. you know, right as rain. Right on. Um, well, uh, looking at these bags again, um, Hit me up and send me. We'll put them on the Facebook book to get out there where, where all you folks can see them. But I was there. I took a bunch of pictures, showed them to my uh, boss man over at Tokyo Moto. And, uh, yeah, they're very impressive. And what I like about them is they aren't metal. And the profile can get thinner or bigger and especially taller. You know, totally waterproof. And, um, yeah, it's it's a. I, I never considered hard bags, you know, unless you have some plutonium shit in there or Fabergé egg. Why do you need to have a huge aluminum bag? You got clothes in there. Well, I, except for the 12, 12 year whiskey. But. I I think yeah. Well, actually, I brought a bottle of tequila, but I put it into a metal water bottle. Ah, there you go. There you go. So it's always a solution. I, I would Andy's whole. Um, his method with these bags is the cat's whiskers. He wants them to be just a little bit narrower than your handlebars, which is great. And so yes. I leave my bags on all the time, just mounted to the straps, um, especially because the rack and the bags, the whole kit and caboodle weighs roughly seven pounds. So it's nothing. Whoa, that is nothing. It's uh, very, know, very light. Very yeah. I mean, everything. I mean, nowadays you put all that stuff on other bikes, you're probably talking, I don't know, 15, 20 pounds. Yeah. And, you know, the other neat thing is that 
Um, he makes many different varieties of these racks. So he has them for the Africa Twin, for the DL650 and the DL1000. Oh, wow. For KLRs, for DR650s, DRZs, or as they'd say, DRZs, because, you know, they're Australians. Um, <laughs> yeah, they said that in Europe. <laughs> the, the GSs and the, the KTMs, there's a, a set of racks for the 1090, 1190, and 1290 adventures. And it's, wow, okay. it's just three bolts, and it fits on with, you know, holes that are already on your bike. So really quite easy. I had my mechanic do it because I was super pressed for time. And he said it was a really simple process. Awesome. Um, well, obviously, Riyama, I mean, this is a big deal because, I mean, in this city, all those bikes you mentioned, we see them all the time. I work at Tokyo Moto and we do a bunch of work. Let's be plugging our shop, my sponsor. But anyways, uh, yeah, a bunch of bikes here in the city nowadays. And you do want to be able to have something. Uh, is that easily detachable as far as the bags go? So, yeah, the bags will come off of the rack in about 45 seconds. It's three straps. Nice. And, yeah, there's neat little loops that help hold it and keep it from shifting around. I didn't have a lot of motion from these bags, even when they were fully loaded for the trip that I took with, you know, um, I brought tire irons and tubes, even though I have tubeless tires, because you never know what my friends are going to get into, because they're basically a bunch of wild monkeys. Um, <laughs> yep, I always and, watch your friends. And a first aid kit, because sometimes you, you, those guys. On, I know, yeah. anyway, we know. Those guys, yeah. Put your hula in there tomorrow. They're feral. <laughs> well, that's awesome. You know, and that's another thing to be said, Riyama. I mean, as far as if you're going in the city and you like KLRs and stuff, I, I wasn't aware that uh, it was for all these bikes. I just thought it was very um, just narrow. So that's wonderful. And um, so there's a broad line. And the nice thing as well is when I'm at my shop and these folks come in and have something to work on, uh, some of them worked on, you're taking, you know, these huge crates off each side and, and then takes up space in my shop to just set them aside but boy you know what if you actually want to go to work and you have those three things you're lugging a bunch of stuff where your two bags or seven pounds are probably nothing compared to one of those bags and they're very thin and uh, easily carryable very yeah. easy to carry and it's also been nice for me i've um i rode horses when i was a kid and i got bucked off a lot and i've sprained both of my shoulders multiple <laughs> times okay so it's nice not to have to carry the messenger bag anymore i just like pile every thing in there and, and each side will hold a full bag of groceries and then some yeah well I, I saw I mean how they were able to unfold and how tall they got that's what I really liked about it it reminded me of my Fox Tanks bag when you unzipped it by the time you got back from the from the wherever tour you'd have laundry and also knickknacks and yeah. you know you can expand it and that's what I liked about the bag it was expandable and you can go up and it wasn't a, it's a, you know it didn't get in the way of anything it still held its profile you know and then yeah it's a nice bag yeah it's a it's a roll top so there's velcro at the that's top and it. you can roll it down and then there are two uh 300 pound buckles that's their their capacity um that are pretty low slung and you can cinch it down with that so that you know nothing's going to come out um and then on the back of each pannier there's a a pocket that'll hold a liter and a half of water what? so oh uh, a bottle yeah, or or your tequila for the the trip that you're on, um, and nice. then and then on the front there's a little uh, bungee pocket, which is usually where I put my coffee mug on the way to work. I just like need to get a cup holder and a modular, and I'll be like fully in the the commute zone with this thing. Nice, yeah, wonderful looking uh, bags, and uh, I'm glad that. Uh 
there's such an array of uh, mounting brackets for it. And um, that being said, you know, I'll definitely, uh, you know, give a shout out my shop, uh, Tokyo Moto, and Racers Alley definitely will give a shout out, you know, because I think it's wonderful to have a new product, especially a sensible one. You know, it's I like the idea of not having these big old aluminum boxes. And uh, that being said, how how do we get a hold of you? How how, how, how can we uh, promote that? So um, the the first bot that I'll be listing them is on advrider.com in the vendors section, and uh, I'll be posting up um, some pictures and some pricing and some information. I'm going to bring over a rack and a set of the asymmetrical bags for the 1090, 1190, 1290 over to your shop next week when they arrive so that you can show them off there. Um, Otherwise, you know, a lot of times you can find me over at Bender's if you're local. Um, One of our sponsors, we mention them a lot. Yeah, (laughs) we, we do like Bender's. Yeah, it's um, awesome. <laughs> or, uh, you know, otherwise you can shoot me an email. I can uh, share that with you at the end of the broadcast, and you can put it on your Facebook or uh Yeah, you can always you. put it on Racers. So you can find us on Racers Alley as well. And um, at the end of the show, just give a shout-out. I mean, it's all, it'll always be here in that, that world. You know, um, Emily, what do you, what do you think? Do you have any questions about expandable? I mean, you've you've been around the world here, and uh, well, certain areas around the world. And what type of gear did you use? Well, I used mostly um, garbage that I was loaned or given, so I haven't actually had the full experience of reasonable luggage ever in my life. I've just uh-huh. sort of smashed things into whatever somebody gave me. But um, I think one of the things you just said that I was like yes lady is about when you were talking about your messenger bag and you were able to give that up i think um as we get older we're a little more fragile i'm not getting enough calcium and like i had some buddies who crashed with their messenger bag and there goes clavicle yeah and um however if i mean I'm completely guilty because I have a gigantic Timbuktu bag that I stuff full of milk and cat food every time I go shopping (laughs) and it weighs 10,000 pounds and would pull my head off. But it would be far better if for, if for city people, I mean, and this is like an everyday use of this is getting to, you go to the grocery store, you put your things in a thing that's not dangling around your neck, you know, and something that takes yeah. 45 seconds to much safer. actually. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's yeah. The same yeah. Way. yeah. I had the same experience. Put it on the bike. <laughs> yeah. For, yes. for those of us that are motorcycle only, it is, it is really nice to have just some built in storage space that isn't interfering with the ride when it's not full of stuff. And that's, that's why I really like it. Or your older body. <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. I, I do have a question. So I, I actually, I'm sorry, I didn't know you were here until about an hour ago, but I wanted to come and say hi. But Alex said something about them being asymmetrical bags. So, yes. So the KTM 1090 through 1290, the pipe is on the right-hand side, and that shortens the amount of clearance that you have for a bag. So on a KTM of those makes... On the left-hand side, you have one of the Avduro bags, which is the big roll-top bag like you saw on my KTM 790. And then to the right-hand side is a Traveler, which is a smaller bag, less capacity, but it still lets you pack a bunch of stuff on your bike that you otherwise wouldn't be able to without, you know, resting on the exhaust or, you know, melting on it or what have you. So it's a solution to the way that KTM put the exhaust on those bikes. So, yeah, they, they catered cool. to it. They, they, it's they, it's they bespoke. Saw, they saw it, and they worked around it to make the bags work. 
which is awesome. Exactly. And yeah, uh, actually, Emily, I don't know what asymmetrical means, so it wasn't me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wah, wah. So I don't know. Some no, of the, I'm messing uh, with you. <laughs> okay. Like, bastard. You're a writer. Of course you know what asymmetrical means. So, but on my bike, they are symmetrical. It's two of the Avduro panniers because my exhaust is lower and it doesn't uh, it doesn't get in the way in the same way as the the bigger bikes. So I have two big bags. Which is nice. You know, like I mentioned earlier, it's... What I, I took all the pictures to show, actually. Uh, uh, Sean, so I took... Uh, yeah, you're right. They're within the bars. Because if you're within the bars, you're not going to be hitting anything when you're when you're snaking. You know, it's like I'm behind Harleys and stuff and stuff sometimes. It's like, man, that's, that's not a nice way to be going through things. You're a big iceberg that can be hit in certain areas, but they're behind you. You know, so it's yeah, it's weird to get around that particular geometry. But anyhow, um, yeah, wonderful and wonderful. And uh, yeah, that being said, what is your favorite uh, as far as uh, you have any every particular uh, bag when you're riding? Oh, me? I, I don't have any bags. I run a so bag. <laughs> I don't like a same, same thing. I, I don't usually run a backpack because my back doesn't like carrying heavy stuff on it. So I've. Uh, in later years have learned to take carry less and less and put it on the bike the bike doesn't care or know the difference yes okay that's but i don't wondering. run any luggage Lowers i don't go that far and, and, that's and, and. not true because you have a really nice milk crate on your klr oh, well, well we got milk crate coming in that's I was me gonna say. Yeah. sorry i didn't mean to yeah. steal your thunder I, i'll give a, a quick very cheap shout out to taking a milk crate and putting it on the back of your motorcycle and if you want more capacity so you can carry three grocery bags the full bicycle racks bolted to the side of the milk crate is an excellent move because you can collapse them back in when you're not using them and still lane split. That is brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's so, Milk Crate Brian. He's also our yeah. DJ. Christine but... has a collapsible milk crate, so I'm in the milk crate category. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get you a Fancy. sticker right here. I got one in here. Anyways, we're going to take a short break, and uh, thank you for listening and uh, having a great time here over at Racers Alley here in the heart of the Mission at Mutiny Radio. And uh, boy, oh boy, like I said, uh, a big, uh, big old uh, shout out to Matt and Kimmy for placing first and third last AFM race. That was really, really cool to hear on the uh, on the. Uh, what do you call that? The speaker of my phone. So anyways, I'll uh, talk to you guys soon. We're right going to hear from a band out of uh, Texas called Power Trip. They're a kind of new age thrash metal band. And if you like what you hear here, I'd say go to the Eagle tonight because there's a great show. Old Granddad is playing their first show in 10 years. Nine and they're being supported by War Bison, which is an excellent band. Some of the boys out of Molotov's. Um, and it's rumored this may be War Bison's last show. So check it out. That's at the Eagle. Uh, and the show's at 9. 9, yeah. Here we are.
Welcome back to Racers Alley. You know, it's really neat having a full house in here and in between the show. There's always, uh, you know, great conversations. And, you know, half the time it's it's even greater than actually what we're talking about, which half the time, you know, it's like, there you are. But when you're actually not under the mic, you get all like uh, really animated and uh, talk about things like time machines and who nuclear, nuclear, whatever, reactors. Anyways. So, welcome back. And, uh, new welcome color, back to new, what, uh, new color? What Sorry, I'm a scientist. I can't <laughs> help but correct you. Oh, of course. Yeah, she's a badass, too, if you ever need a private eye or a hitman or a lady. Mm. What do you or a shit chemist. Or a shit chemist. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, let's see here. Anyone do any writing this last weekend? Yes. Where'd you go? Uh, well, I went and spent a couple of days at the Russian River, and then on Sunday I went and played Marin, because that's what you do on Sundays. You are, you are. Yes, uh, Mr. Wade as well. I mean, uh, Wade, did you go out this last Sunday? No. Oh, yeah, it was Sunday. <laughs> you are, you are. Nice. And uh, must have been a nice Sunday. It was pretty darn good. It was beautiful yeah. weather. Yep. It's been a million years yep. since I've been out there. We were, we were in uh, Tamales, and the SFMC showed up. We were standing on the corner. They came over. They like, took over the whole corner and everything. It was really great to see them out there, out nice. of the city. 
Yeah, you know, it's always this. You know, actually, I've done some fun rides with uh, some SFMC members. They're good eggs. Yeah, they are good eggs. I mean, uh, boy, they've taken care of us uh, every time we went out to the aisle. We had a big ocean dig out there. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, they've always been uh, good folk. I mean, i got to say that, you know, as far as motorcycle clubs and the shops, they've always taken care of subculture racing. And, uh, you know, in general, as far as our shop goes, Tokyo Moto, I mean, we've always taken care of anyone that comes in unless, you know, you're a complete asshole. But otherwise, I mean. Uh Uh-oh. Oh. I better not come in. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Yeah. All right. I better uh, send Sean a text right now. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah. You know, it's a uh, motorcycle community in, in general. You know, we all take care of our own and it's very important. And, uh, you know, uh, we're just a small community and everyone knows what everyone's up to and everyone knows what's good and bad, you know, as far as products go. And that's what's nice. You know, uh, Riyama was mentioning earlier. I mean, she's tried every goddamn pioneer, you know, out there. And Miss Emily's been everywhere on her, uh, well, SV. So I always brag about Mostly that. And SV, I, yeah. Actually. You know, everyone that comes in, oh, my SV can only do this. And I go, well, you don't know Miss Emily. That bike's been through everything. You know what I mean? Could I segue that uncomfortable thing with an embarrassing story about Rihanna? <laughs> Just Uh-oh. kidding. It's not embarrassing at all, but I know you're going to get embarrassed. All right. But I, it was right at the peak of like, I was feeling pretty good about my motorcycling. I was, I was like, I got a lot of places. I've done a lot of things. And then I meet Rihanna, who just started riding. And uh, I was like, oh, well, let's go on a ride together. And she's like, okay, I like goatee roads. And I was like, <laughs> I'm from Sonoma County, which is essentially like the northbound lane of South Van Ness. Or Van <laughs> exactly. Ness, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all really potholes. glorious yeah. up there. The entire <laughs> thing. It's, there's like 500 miles in Sonoma County that the county refuses to take care of. So I was like, <laughs> believe me. I know Goaty Roads. And then she went named like, oh, no, file tra- Fire Trail A in, you were mentioning these roads without names. Mm-hmm. You were like, oh, yeah, that's it's one of my favorites. And you'd, you'd been riding for like a month and you knew more back roads than anyone I knew. And you were like, no, nobody else wants to go with me. So uh, I go. I think I was about three years in. I got really <laughs> lucky. I had basically a guru as soon as I ditched the Dukaka and got a V-Strom. <laughs> Um, he was all about it and he was like, all right, girl, we're going to teach you how to ride. And I'd been riding about two and a half or three years at that point. And he really just showed me a lot of great roads that he had. No, this is, um, Andy Norris up in Santa Rosa. I don't know if he's listening, but, uh, he was the original, uh, the guru, the banjo boy. Well, if you're a motorcyclist, you listen to this show, you know, just just saying. So Andy will go ride his FJR on dirt roads and I love him. And that's the reason that I like to do stupid things with motorcycles is because I was taught to do stupid things with motorcycles by him. What bike were you on when I met you? Um, I, I think that I first started showing up at Bender's with my trusty little GS500F, and then I got the yellow Dukaka, and then I got the red Strom, the silver Strom, the two silver Stroms after that, etc. Yeah, you've had a lot. I had a couple of Stroms. I think I met you on the Dukaka, as you say. (laughs) But... I think, like, we were, because I have the SV, and I was like, let's go do a Suzuki, and I'm like, I don't know if I can. This girl's doing, like, in my mind, you were doing, like, 80 miles an hour on a (laughs) dirt road. Yeah, no. Yeah, there was a time, uh, a lot of the folks... Mitch and those boys out there, the East Bay boys were doing, actually, you know, rides up there where they'd end up doing a trail. 
and then hanging out the highway one and yeah there was there was that going on for a while it's quite interesting anyhow you know i gotta say you know yeah we get every now and then you got some people here and they got firstrides.org helps kids love bikes right and they got this like a flyer here with a guy just doing a great old like i don't know if you call that a knack knack what do you do that up there it's like anyhow I'll how you doing brother superman to a safe yeah my friend. it's a nice Thank pastrana you. you know it's a it's a great logo what are you up to mate oh just coming to visit and talk with you a little bit about this uh, organization we're putting together to put kids and bikes together well exactly tell me a little bit about yourself i mean uh do you ride motorcycles are you like a crosswalk guard uh great what do you question. do exactly i love that so both definitely all nice. the time except for the crosswalk guard i'm learning <laughs> And um, I uh, am a lifelong motorcyclist and a 15-year member of the San Francisco Motorcycle Club myself. We were just mentioning those boys and girls. Here Thank are. you. <laughs> They're a large reason why I uh, was able to get back into dirt biking myself. Okay. So, yeah, my son was five years old, and he wanted to learn to ride bikes. Neat. And uh, I learned at six myself on mini bikes, and slowly but surely uh, got decent at it. And I uh, got into street bikes at 19 and have been riding on the street for the last almost 30 years now. Nice. So uh, that being said, uh, what is the organization? Uh, what, what, uh, what, what, are, what are you trying to do? It's a, Thank it's you. a nice charitable. I mean, it's, it's definitely about uh, teaching folks how to ride. Yeah, definitely. I want to make it more accessible for more kids to learn motorcycling much earlier in their lives. Uh, I've realized it's become basically a rich person's sport where if you don't have a truck and trailer and the gas money and the fancy bikes and that is pretty mom true. And dad, boy, boy. Like, yeah, exactly. yeah. I see that racing nowadays, you know, everyone's got all the nice stuff, you know, I mean, but that Not being everyone. said, <laughs> as, as you know, I mean, uh, originally, uh, I watched the bad news bears. So I wanted to ride a motorcycle to be a badass and smoke cigarettes and play video games. But, uh, um, same here. Yep. When know, he poured liquor in the beer, I'm like, <laughs> I love you, Walter Matthau. Yeah. But, um, you know, as my friends, uh, now I'm up there now. But anyhow, if I had a kid, motorcycles teach kids discipline, just like martial arts. I mean, if you have, if you have a motorcycle, that kid's not going to do anything but want to race every weekend. And that's a wonderful thing. So if you get a, a, a child into cycling, it's like getting them to motor, uh, martial arts. You know, they get a right. focus, a goal, uh, a sense of honor, uh, uh, proper, and uh, also very healthy, you know. So I think that's admirable, and it's very nice. Um, how, um, how do you get the bikes? Is it going to be something where you're going to have uh, people contribute? Uh, contribute bikes and gear that type of thing fantastic uh, question alex right now we've basically contracted essentially with a professional uh brian garahan of garahan off-road training excellent fantastic off-roader uh isde isde <laughs> gold medalist no kidding um and so wow. he's agreed to cut us a huge discount essentially and oversee volunteer trainers uh, friends of mine, essentially motorcyclists in the Bay Area community, uh -huh. um, to help scale out the training of kids that would normally be cost prohibitive to your average family. Nice. So, um, so basically, kids are going to ride for free. That's what it amounts to. Okay, uh, that's wonderful to have that's the bike. Great. It is. So, uh, are you going to have like folks contribute and have a bunch of um, like? Give a shout out. Everyone who has all their motocross gear, send it this way. Dude, thank you. Yes. That's exactly what we're calling for. In fact, I 
you know, I went by I think that would be easy. Wolfgang just donated a, and Lucy just donated a huge duffel bag of gear uh, for our students. They'll be using that until we build up a surplus, and then we'll be donating that to students who go through the classes. I love Wolfie. Well, I think that should be a a goal for Racers Alley as well. I mean, uh, this firstrides.org, and, uh, you know, Clay's helping kids love bikes. I mean, Jesus Christ, you know, I'd rather ask for 20 bucks for getting me my next slicks. But instead, why don't we all get our gear and send it? Uh, I'll figure out where. Send it to Tokyo Moto. If you have any children's gear, I love you, Alex. send it to Tokyo Moto. And let's get these kids gear. I mean, of all shapes and sizes. I mean, think about that, man. You got shit sitting in the barn. I mean, these kids got nothing. Uh, I don't know about helmets, but send whatever you got. But, uh, I mean, it'd be a great way to get everyone into something. There's nothing better than actually having, you know, uh, boy, when I was a kid, I uh, you know, you, getting something really cool, and you sit, you know, you, you actually, you know, a kid trying on a jersey, whatever it be. I mean, that's very important, you know. And, and, and even that, if the elastic is sacked out on that dirt gear, I will personally sew it back together and put new elastic on he, it because I have zero dirt bike skills, but I will contribute in some way to this. You it, are <laughs> is right, is well, there any need for like adult size gear? Because I have some of that. And if you're doing students up to 18, then I definitely have some stuff. I have some gloves and some other things in my closet that you guys are welcome to. Well, Clay, that would be an answer. I mean, it would probably be, I mean, for instructors and everything, yes, especially, you know, uh, volunteers, it probably wouldn't be bad to have everything under the sun, you know, um, that being um, put uh, dot 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 ALX T bones fresh, send it my way as well. Thanks. Also, then, yeah. uh, you know, you can reach us at ridesfirst at gmail.com. Okay, great. And we have a, a website up at www.firstrides.org uh, that has our contact information. Also, we're looking for volunteer trainers as well. Uh, I would like to also give a special plug as well to Racers Alley and San Francisco Motorcycle Club. Oakland Motorcycle yeah. Club. Well, you know, I mean, the all locals. the folks who are helping us. Thank you. And uh, yeah. you're very welcome. And uh, this is an endeavor that, I mean, we should all actually stand up to. I mean, it's about uh, giving gear to kids who want to learn how to ride that. I mean, no one can afford that stuff, but it's just like having children's gear. There's, they're out there. And uh, I'm going to start shaking the bushes on that one, especially. And uh, like I said, you can drop it off right now over at Tokyo Moto. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll figure out a way, Clay, to maybe get them at S. FMC and stuff. That way, my boss won't fire me and shit. You know, that's just, dude. totally. That's what we're. You know, right. I'm gonna go so, uh, ask them. We'll next. work on that. So, uh, yeah, it's right. a preview SFMC. Yeah. I'm coming over right now, I was baby. Like, you know, Racers Alley's doing that, man. You I'm know, coming over right now. <laughs> Racers Alley's doing it. Why ain't you? Uh, right. So anyhow, that's wonderful, and uh, you know, that's a great thing. You know, um, that lasts a long time. You know, I mean, without motorcycles, that would have been uh, something else. You know? Well, I mean, this is the thing is, is all of these are parts of the community, just like it, what you're doing right see. here. This is how we stay connected. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's a motorcycle community, and we all take care of each other, no matter what cause in, in, in general, really. You know, and uh, that being said, so let's uh, turn on to a different subject. What subject shall that B is actually thank you very much just recently you know we had a couple of guests here that were really important and uh, right now I'd really like to find those notes but they seem to be lost as usual when you look at notes so let's look at uh, thank you for Motorbird coming in last time and then right now uh, boy 
Anyone got anything to say? Um, I was going to say you had asked if uh, there was a way to show the stuff that I'm selling. And yes. actually, people can go to andystraps.com, and that's with a Z at the end, or a Z, as the Aussies say. Um, so <laughs> andystraps.com, and you can take a look at what he's got there. So he has a website where you're able to see like the uh, the uh, mounting brackets for all the uh, various bikes, and then everything. Is it basically the same bag design, or does he have various shapes and sizes? He has a couple of shapes and sizes, uh, okay. different sets of of bags. Um, but you can take a look at what's there and what it will look like mounted on the bike. Since I uh, I can't make pictures appear through the radio waves, but uh, his website's got it all there. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So actually, great. And then uh, I'll. So we just uh, we'll figure out how to get them on Racers Alley as well, and uh, that way all your listeners you can always contact us that way and uh, look into it. And talking about that, you know, we have a sinking ship here, and we would love is uh, all you racers out there. It'd be wonderful is uh, you know you can hit a donate button here and either text me or get me a hold of me on a Facebook book uh, or call here. A matter of fact, four one five 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 zero zero five one one, and might figure out how to use this phone. But anyhow, uh, ten dollars goes along way and uh, can plug a hole here and uh, Mutiny Radio here can definitely use some help here in the future and uh, I'm doing everything I can to generate a shit ton of cash so if anyone uh, is a millionaire out there and can loan me $100,000 that'd be awesome but uh, going from there uh, Milk Crate Brian should be playing a yellow album I'm sure here in the future and we can figure out what's going on but anyways uh, thank you for being here and Riyama what are we going to do here as far as uh, giving you a moniker uh, next time you come out we'll figure out how to get your business together and uh, a name and so folks will be able to contact you with a you know yeah i mean for now you could find me on instagram it's riyama rides that's a r-e-a-m like mary a rides riyama rides all one word on instagram would be the easiest way to find me and uh i actually do have some pics of the luggage up there on on my bike if you awesome. want to take a peek there we go that was an immediate answer to a good you know good so that way they can see the gear and that being said i mean right now if someone wanted something i mean what would the turnaround be to, to, to order and uh, have in hand so for the ktm 790 stuff uh i last i heard when i emailed him uh it's getting shipped out uh friday morning australian time which is right meow um wow. so it should be here in about a week to 10 days okay it's standard you yeah. know when we get stuff at work it's usually about two weeks or stuff and uh, go from there so yeah but it's it's on order and then um you know i'll ship it out either ups or um usps priority mail is really nice because it's two or three days if you want it right now yeah exactly i mean well a lot of people are out like right now but i think you know when you're when you're doing things hopefully you plan ahead and that's wonderful you know i looked at that stuff and now we can see it on instagram which is great absolutely you know, and go from there and yeah wonderful wonderful and uh what's what's the name of the company again andy straps andy straps so yeah, there so- you go and a wonderful way to get some uh, panniers and such yeah thank you for letting me come on the show i appreciate it glad to have you on the show Riyam. and you know next time we're also going to talk about actual riding you know and where you've been and such i mean boy you know wade uh, one of the reasons wade wanted to have this show is actually uh, about stories you know and it's about where we've been what we've done and you know we don't tell that enough so you know maybe i should start having a story time where everyone has to tell a story you, for a second you know you mean a lies hour you know next time i come on i can tell you about uh, low siding my friend's bike in new zealand that's a real great story <laughs> 
Exactly. Thanks for lending me your bike. It's all rushed up. Love you, mean it. Yeah, see ya. <laughs> exactly. You know, we should have a story time here, Wade. You know, it'd be important. All right, we're going to take a couple of minutes off and be back shortly. Cheers. Thank you uh, for being here at Races Alley here at Mini Radio. Yeah. Never get caught, no, no, I've been popping all my life, I never get caught, yeah. Make a room for the MC when I tell you what I want, and then boom, when I spend and got the name with friends before I'm getting done. But the reggae song, the legged to the moon, and then I run to my room, the mind of what the best we didn't have done. Best one to grow when the business shocks are coming from the ground. So them plant the trees to grow and cut them all down when you pop that. Silly or ragged, do it happy and proud. Put some chopped and dripped this dog, what don't you want to run around? No, I will never get caught. But if I'm good, it's the kicking weed. Thank you all, but I know I didn't get caught. on one and I'll never get caught. But I like just growing this story, but you can be my son. I can never get caught. No, I can never get caught. Keep a card up my sleeve, and I'll catch it in my pocket. I will never get caught. No, I will never get caught. I pull a rabbit from the hat. I even sell it to the car. Well, I get into bundles and go off to deliver. We for free to people I mentally or physically suffer. We get up and next up to New Zealand. And then you fire up the doobie I look at my face in the mirror Shining like a ruby Cops say come along Take my doobie Then I get moody Say woke up and give me back my birds And hit the pussy I can never get cut No I can never get cut Keep a card up my sleeve yeah, And a drunken in my pocket I will never get cut No I will never be cut I pulled a rabbit from the hat I even show to the cut And I ripped this up Bitch you don't die here Till my work was clear A week from Friday Do I get a little sickly Come say my friend When I leave
All right, welcome back to Racers Alley. Yari, yari. Well, it's a wonderful evening. Boy, you know, I had a bunch of guests in. It's always wonderful to have a full house here, I got to say. Uh, every now and then, it's you know, Wade and I, we're just uh, hashing, but it's always nice to actually hear different stories from different people and what's going on in the community. And that's what we're trying to do from now on. Uh, Racers Alley is, I mean, one of the last bastions of uh, really the Bay Area community. I, 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 you know, Wade and I have uh, been around a long time. We did, uh, we were writers, we had columns with Urban Moto for seven years, and uh, you know, before that, City Bike with Publisher Halton, boy, that was around over 15 years. I, I started reading them in 1988, and I think they came out in 84 or 5, and since between then, we had like Independent Biker and a whole bunch of different magazines that came and went, and as far as the motorcycle community goes now, you really don't have anything to read anymore. There used to be Cycle News, Cycle World. There was all these type of things, and they're all gone. I mean, print is almost dead. I mean, if you're lucky, you can buy a biker mag or a bike and the European stuff somewhere, but I mean, what we have now is pretty much regurgitated uh, you know, commercial stuff, so I mean, the uh, the independent type of magazines and the, and the true, you know, garage type of stuff is not really there anymore and uh, I was thinking the other day, I mean Racer's Alley kind of, I think it's the next step from there and uh, we're kind of the last bastion of just like a garage bikers sitting here talking on a show and getting to hear everyone in between, I mean, it's like uh, you know, we're like the uh, rag mag, but uh, we're in an ethereal world on a live uh, show. So, I mean, uh, that brings me a, a bit of pride, actually, you know, because uh, we're the last ones out there that are able to tell the stories and uh, people are listening. And apparently, uh, thank you all out there. There's over 11,000 of you. Um, please all give me $5 so I can get a new R1. <laughs> you can send that to 415 and I'll race it next week. You know, that being said. But, uh, yeah, you know, thank you, Riyama, for being here. That's wonderful. You know, I, I love the fact that we're, you'll be here again, I'm sure. I, I would, you're always Definitely. welcome, you know. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk more about your bikes and your adventures, you know. And yeah. my crashes. <laughs> well, we all have got crashes. We do talk about that sometimes, you know. And, uh, you know, that's really awesome awesome and uh you know it's great we're going to be able to get a hold of you we're going to be able to actually see pictures of your product and um yeah uh it's nothing it's going to get better from here you know that's really absolutely awesome. you know you had your first uh, uh order i did i actually sold my uh, my first set of bags today to the owner of a bavarian motorcycle workshop in salt lake city so thank you ron for being the first wow right on uh bavarian Motorcycle Workshop. Motorcycle Workshop, Salt Lake City. Have you ever been that way on a motorcycle? I haven't. You know, it's really sad, but the furthest east I've gone on a bike is over to Nevada, unless I've, you know, flown and ridden somewhere else. But yeah, I, I haven't either as well, you know, that far. And maybe Miss Emily has, but uh, yeah, wow, that's pretty cool. And, uh, you know, we'll give a shout out. And uh, yeah, definitely uh, have him give us a call and uh, let us know how everything is and uh, talk about his shop. He's always welcome to give us, you know, hey, man, what's up over here in California? And, yeah, and I, I think that he'll actually end up carrying that. Um, you know, he's waiting to get his first set for his 1090. Um, but I think that once he sees them, he'll absolutely want to carry them. We had a, a talk about that today. So that might be a spot, you know, if you are in the Salt Lake City area or passing through on your, you know, epic road trip, you can stop in and check it out. Exactly. And a uh, destination spot as well. I mean, um, these uh, these bags are going to be uh, pretty rare. He's going to be the hot spot. Exactly. You know, Literally you know, the hot spot. Exactly. And then, yeah. You know, people can go touch him, look at him 
and, and get them. That's very, very important. And I imagine that area is an area where you can kind of go on through and want to have that type of thing. You know, yeah, absolutely. There's actually a, a really big DR650 rally that's being put on that's happening down in LaSalle, really? Utah in September. So I may I may pass through if either of my DR650s is running at that point. They both need new top ends right now. Yar, that, which which equates to money. Yeah. Yes, it does. <laughs> and then it's like, well, since I'm doing that, I might as well do this. And all of a sudden, it goes from three to five. You Big know? bore. Make it a 790. Yeah, right? It's like, yeah, what about the pipe? More oh, power. Yeah, exactly. You know, what about a carb? It, it, well, I've got yeah. a pumper carb. No, oh, nice. Sweet. <laughs> right on. So, Mr. Clay, um, you're going to go back right now to SFMC. Uh, that's uh, every Thursday night. Uh, San Francisco Motorcycle Club has been in a, in a, around for a while over 100 years, correct? That is correct, my friend. 115 this year. 115 years. Wow. Uh, yeah. No, kind of mind-blowing, guys. Uh, there really is. Wooden and wheels and shit. Um, pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a wonderful clubhouse. I mean, you have to be there to really see it. It's kind of a museum in its own right. And uh, every Thursday, is, I mean, if you're ever a, a rider and uh, ever wanted to be, uh, you know, uh, part of uh, something special, uh, Thursdays is usually an open house for the SFMC, isn't it? That is correct. After 8 o'clock, uh, you can go in and mm-hmm. just... Uh, look around and just uh, shake hands and go from there yeah definitely everyone's always welcome so especially motorcyclists but everyone you don't have to be on a motorcycle to come so every thursday night's a public meeting uh we're there from basically around seven o'clock until around 11 o'clock and from 8 30 until roughly 9 30 given the topics um we're there for a bit of a robert's rule robert's rules of war meeting that uh, goes uh, relatively smoothly with a bunch of inside jokes so basically, Harry Krishnas and Jehovah's Witnesses, they are open from 8 on. You are all welcome, right? Everyone's welcome. Well, I hope so. That's who, my friends <laughs> yeah. are usually there. Bring so <laughs> one, one really neat thing about the SFMC, and as a, as a woman that rides, I really love that they allowed female members to be full-fledged members of their club before women even had the right to vote in this country. So wow. they've been trailblazers and um, accepting and really promoting the sport to everyone so that's a shout out for that bring up. yeah All big brand. shout out big shout out thank you yeah yeah anyways wait we gotta tune off uh thank you riyama thanks clay thank uh thank you milk cray and thank you miss emily and uh dames don't care and you're always welcome to be here anytime you, you know uh this is our uh this is our pirate boat and yari are and uh from here on in uh we will see you uh, well you'll hear from us next thursday uh again here at beanie radio in the middle of mission and uh thank you for uh, joining racers alley yari are <laughs>
Lucy. We're Wolf Kings, we're from the Bay Area. Thank you guys for coming out. We got Feraline uh, and um, fucking uh, my bad. Wild Hunt over here. They're on tour, they got merch. Come pick something up from them. We got some shit too, but grab something from them, they need it. Two more songs. This one's called Hell Yes. Thank you guys.
our last song. It's called Deathless. If you know it, come up here. Thank you again for coming out.